0: Hey, Amy how are you
1: hi I'm okay I'm so sorry oh my god I just got caught up in my day
0: yeah yeah yeah. And no, no. I just
1: had a snack um I look like shit <laughs> I,
0: listen I was on my way to band practice so I feel you um mm. but anyway listen welcome to Red River podcast um this is pretty amazing like when we started doing this show these are the moments that that um really kind of are, are feel surreal so welcome, Amy Steele. Thank you so much for hanging out with us for a little bit.
1: Mm. Well, thank you for inviting me.
0: Yeah, well, shout out to Dan Tur for minked Up Merch for uh, definitely. Oh,
1: Dan, May. he yeah. takes care of me, so I got to help take care of him.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we know that it's like, uh, you know, a couple of things are happening. Uh, the 40-year anniversary of Friday the 13th happened in May. And I think you're uh, doing some conventions again, right?
1: Yeah. So um this fall I will have done well since August, like five of them. And um so I have Vegas coming up next weekend and then in and then Chicago, I think like the eighth or the I, I don't know the exact date, but then I have Chicago. So and those um I think those are both uh oh god, what's Bill Phil puts shows? Um Days of the Dead.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, so I mean those that, that has to be fun. I mean it's for us me growing up and I'm sure Brian too up there. Um mm-hmm. Friday the 13th too. um uh April Fools Day.
1: Yeah. Uh, as well
0: as well as Walk Like a Man. I used to yeah. watch Walk Like a Man. Every day after school, it was just like the best thing ever. And uh, so, th- those are the three Aww. things that I really wanted to to just talk about real quick. I mean, we don't have that much mm-hmm. time with you, so hey, there goes the other Brian. So, um, yeah, j- just real quick. Uh, I mean, this when, is Dolly. When you hey,
1: how, how are you? <laughs> when you look
0: back at when you look back at forty years uh, since you mm-hmm. made Friday the Thirteenth, too, like like what has Friday the Thirteenth meant to you? now?
1: Oh my God. <laughs> um, it's funny. It's like, it still keeps seeping into me. Like yeah. I still, I can't say, Oh, I finally realized what it is. Like every, like even just doing this right now, I like, here I am, I'm going about my day. I was setting up a printer. I, did, I had today off from work. So I'm like, running around, doing stuff, and then all of a sudden to drop into this, first of all, space out, but to drop into this here, I'm like, it's just surreal. I mean, it is really, really surreal. I mean, nobody knew that this was going to happen. Nobody knew, including me, and and, that...
0: I, I was going to say, and, and, and did you ever see the first movie when you made the second movie? Was there any because I know like that was like the very beginning of like the the slasher movie. So like that was like mm-hmm. probably you shot it in like 80. So Halloween had already been out. Did, like, were, did any of these movies have an impact on you?
1: Well, no, I'm not a horror person. I was, I was just telling at a Q&A this weekend that um, I just was ruined by The Exorcist. I just you know when I was like 15 I was just ruined by that and um so I'm not a huge horror fan I'm just a chicken like I have a hard time watching even just straight up drama drama sometimes like I'm just a wimp but um uh So let's see. Halloween had come out and then I had never seen the first one because I think I just saw the first one in Portland like last year with Adrian. I didn't remember ever seeing the first one, but I think some movies are so big. It's almost like you think you saw them, even though you didn't. You know, they're just so big, like Friday the 13th, part one was so big that summer. That it's just like on the tip of everybody's tongue. So I don't think I saw it. And um, when they said they were going to do a part two, I was like, oh no, I'm going to do John Hughes movies. I'm going to be this other person. But all of a sudden it just happened. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is cool. So did you have a John Hughes
0: movie lined up? No. Okay. Okay. You
1: you like at that, at that time as a young actor, you wanted to do John Hughes or Spielberg. Yes. You know, I mean, Those are the ones that you really thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that in theater. Um, But honestly, the Friday movies, I mean, I think they have like like Adrian tells a great story about Betsy Palmer, who did all these like real things and real theater and real film. But the thing that stayed with her the longest and the most dedicated um, fans and, and the thing that she's remembered so much is from friday the 13th so by the time she died she really adrian just told this great story about all this but by the time she died she really took it in like oh my god that was a big movie like she made mrs Voorhees. Mm. you know i mean she just embodied that and so we kind of when she sets the bar that high we can just kind of follow, even if the bar goes down a little bit, we can still, we still look good, you know, in the sweater, so to speak.
0: I mean, look, look, look at the guy up there. I mean, like, look, look at all the collectibles Brian yeah. is sitting next to.
1: <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah. so passionate for you people. Are you actually, I actually
0: met her at a convention, uh, probably about 10 years ago. And, uh, She was one of the nicest people I ever met at a convention. I mean, pretty much pretty much like what your grandmother's like. That's the that's the nicest thing I could say. Like Mm -hmm. she was wearing her sweater and she had a nice warm cup of coffee. And she was so nice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And she is so she had such an ability to connect to everybody. So I I mean, I just thought about this now. I haven't really even put this together, but I wonder if she sort of like set the tone, you know, for the final girls or for for the franchise in a way. And I know, I haven't even seen all the movies, but everyone says that after four, they kind of went into another land. Now, I don't want to trash anybody else's favorite right. Friday the 13th, but um, it seems like... The first four
0: are very cohesive. The, yeah. First, completely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah and then, it then, to go yeah. off
2: the rails later. Exactly. So
1: you guys know it better than I, but I, I think that it was like set by this, really cool tone by betsy palmer i mean she's kind of infused this whole gig
0: and and you were i mean as far as like Mountain rushmore of final girls uh you're definitely on there because you're the first person to actually fight jason you know, yep. you were the first person to actually fight Jason because the first movie had a great yeah. plot twist. I mean, Betsy was was part of a, an amazing plot twist with the first Friday the Thirteenth. It's up there with the plot twist in Sleepaway Camp, which we all know. But yeah. uh, y- you were the first person to to definitely do do battle with Jason.
1: Yeah. Well, and not not just with brawn, but with brain. Yeah, yes.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, and that. Yeah. That, You caught that. uh,
2: It was a great character because you you showed fear, obviously, but you were very uh, resourceful and uh, as as far as escaping and hiding and the and the the weapons. But uh, that that the the last ten minutes of that film is one is some of my favorite moments of the series, and uh, uh, especially that window scene, which is so famous. I mean, you look genuinely terrified. It
1: was. (laughs) Terrifying, yeah, let me tell you it was so terrifying to shoot that. We had to shoot it three times, and how I like to always say is that if I told you right now that in ten seconds somebody is going to walk up behind you and grab you, even if I told you that your you know your nervous system goes on alert, and so I had to kind of hold the pitchfork, get ready, and then the door opens, and muffins there, and I had to look all relieved. But knowing that the high speed camera, all of a sudden they said action for the high speed camera, and the high speed camera sounds like this, like a like a motorboat, like, and I'm going ah muffin ah muffin, and I know that the uh, he's crashing through the window and he's in this whole harness setup and the glass is you know fake glass or whatever, but still it kind of breaks and then the balsa wood and everything, and to set that whole scene up took hours. Mm. And so as an actor, I don't want to fuck it up. That's for sure. I don't want it to be my fault, but he comes crashing through and it's a true crash, true crash. And then he grabs me, you know, and then it's like, ugh. so the first time we shot it, I, you know, scared to death. And then all of a sudden I found out two weeks later, they had to shoot it again. Mm. So it's like, not fun, and then I found out we had to shoot it again, and it was truly traumatizing. I mean, I'm okay. I don't have PTSD from it, but <laughs> yeah, but you know, it was scary. Was, really was, scary. Was,
0: was that the hardest? part of filming that, or, or is there something more that you remember, you know, through the, through the filming of that movie that it was a little bit more effective? No,
1: I think that was the hardest because I had to be so contained, you know, I had to uh, hit my marks, even though, um, even though I'm scared to death and had to be like relieved and then like scared, really scared, tough, relieved. And then scared to death which and, and and like i said it wasn't like a huge it's not like really that whole acting part it was just anticipating what's about to happen trying to hit my marks trying to be scared which was easy so it was the contain the whole setup made it hard the rest I, I just had to run around and like kick steve dash
0: and you, and, and, you, and you made such a, a funny about Steve Dash. Let me just throw this in right now. I live in West Babylon, uh, Long Island, and there's a diner called the Infinity Diner. And when we first moved here, they have pictures hanging up by the, the entrance. And one of them is of Steve Dash. Oh, with the really? Sack, with the, I'm just thinking like, I'm like, this is so cool. Like, why did it like it was such a random thing. And, and funny enough, yeah. as far as the sack goes. The next movie had the hockey mask. Did you have mm-hmm. any any thoughts about that? Like when you like you did, right?
1: No, the the sack everyone says is much creepier. I think it is too. Like for me, I look at the hockey mask. and I'm like, what's with that mask? Oh, it's cheap. You just put it on, and and you can see out both eyes. But it's hard to run around. As Steve Dash said, with one hole, yeah, that um, it's really 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 hard, and. I probably wasn't the greatest. Um, He, he tells he tells a or he told a great story about trying to work with actresses as opposed to stunt people and actresses just have the worst timing on stunts. And I was one of them. I,
0: I, (laughs) I always remember that scene in in like Django, like the Tarantino movie where like they're, they're putting on the hood and they can't see out of it. So I, I
2: was thinking, Uh,
1: yeah, he is hard, but
2: I've uh, heard so many different things too. Did Did they, um, were you, was there talks of you coming back in part three or you didn't want to do it or your agent didn't? I've heard so many different stories.
1: So, um, about five years ago, I, my mother and her was cleaning our attic and found the part three, half of part three that was proposed to me. And I read it and I was like, damn, this is so good. How could I have said no to this? Probably there's a part of me that's like John Hughes Spielberg. And then hmm. the, um, the other part, I have a feeling that, um, that my agent said, okay, why don't you pay her a decent amount of money? And they said, nah, we're just doing scale plus 10 again or something. Hmm. So we probably said no. And they said, okay, thinking that they'd come back and go, no, nah, no, no, let's do it. But they didn't. And I think it just became this revolving thing where they could just get actors really cheap, hot off the bus. And um, you know, have a white one, a black one, a blonde one, uh, you know, check the boxes. Uh, so yeah. in hindsight, oh my god, I wish I had done part three. I really wish, but you know okay. because they, they
0: got they got rid of like Adrian died like in the very beginning of Friday the thirteenth, too. That was such an effective, I mean Yeah,
1: do not tell her that because it's a dream.
0: Ah. Yeah. <laughs> okay I, speaking of speaking of, of spielberg later on you, you know you work with um uh tom wilson and uh jeez and uh christopher lloyd is uh in in uh, walk like a man so th- that's pretty interesting and i really love the movie april fool's day and i really want to get your perspective because it's amazing to have you and you're in this movie because to me i feel like if it came out maybe like in the nineties, it would have been received better. I just feel like the audiences in the eighties were so blood hungry that when they realized uh. the ending, right. That they were just like, what the hell? But it, even me as a kid, I felt like when I watched it, I felt like when I, I, I didn't really understand it cause I was eight years old, but like what, first of all, when you, when you got the script, how cool did you think it was? And then later on, like, um, I guess maybe some of the backlash if you could talk about that.
1: Well, that's another one of the movies that has like kind of haunted me in a good way. In the beginning in the 80s, it's almost like no one wanted to admit. It was like this sort of underground people who really liked April Fool's Day. Nobody wanted to admit it. And then I remember at the conventions, people would say, Oh, by the way, uh, I actually like April Fool's Day. And I go, It's okay. You can like it. It's a good, <laughs> smart movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um So now more and more people are coming up all the time and saying, I loved that movie. I love that movie. So I'm really proud of that. And also, I was really happy about that movie because, um, you know, as as an actor, sometimes it's really nice to have a whole ensemble cast so you don't have to do, you're not in every scene.
0: Oh, great cast. It's a great cast, yeah. I, I, I we love just one of the guys, and it had Deborah Goodrich and Clay, mm-hmm. Clayton Roener. That's the, we want to get him on the show so
1: bad. Yeah. So wherever he is, <laughs> he's great. He's funny. He's quippy. He's he's like self deprecating and snarky.
0: Does he do any of the conventions? I, I don't think he
1: does, right? I don't think so. I I feel like maybe he did one way back, but I haven't seen him
2: lately. I asked this. Uh, speaking of conventions, I asked this question to Keith Coogan. Um, do, at any of these conventions, you ever get to meet anyone you get starstruck about, or like got to meet and you know encounter a celebrity you never got to before? Yeah,
1: you know who at one convention, uh, Tippy Hedron.
2: Oh. For me,
1: I was like, "Wow, Tippy Hedron!" Sure. And I like would saw her from behind, and I was like, "Oh my god!" So. Um, I got a autograph by her, nice. but um let's see. is there anyone else really uh, <laughs> I don't know I'll have to think about that. It's a good question though
0: what, what I mean so if horror wasn't your thing, like what were some of the movies that you were really into that really like influenced you to want to like act?
1: Well, Jessica Lang. When she first started, you know, she was in all those really cool movies. My God. She did a Francis Farmer movie on Francis Farmer that. Do you guys know that at all? Mm -hmm. Who she was? Okay. Well, um, Jessica Lang, she was really inspirational. And then, you know, if I went way back. Catherine Hepburn, she did some great movies. But I don't know. Like you. Jessica. Jessica,
0: Yeah. Jessica Lang still killing it. Like she, um, she like, I mean, like the, the, the American horror story stuff that she does, like she looks amazing and she's so good.
1: So good. I mean, she just embraces these like sort of off the wall characters. I just love her. And you know, a lot of people would say when I was auditioning, Oh, you remind me of Sissy Spacek and I didn't want to be Sissy Spacek. (laughs) <laughs> I know she did carry and she was good in what she did, but I didn't, that wasn't my person. Um, Jessica Lange was more my person.
0: For sure. Yeah. Um. And, and just like briefly, if, if we could just touch on like, what do you remember about walk like a man? Like it's such a, it's such a silly movie. Uh, but I know me and Parker up there love it. And, and it was one of those movies that just like, I mean, Howie Mandel, was so good at it. I, I remember just like sitting on people's heads when I was younger. I, I, there was so, like so many mannerisms that Bobo had that uh, as a kid, I, I just, I loved, so.
1: That movie was hands down the most fun I have ever had on a set. I laughed so hard from the second I arrived till the second I left that day. My face hurt from laughing so hard. I had to constantly clean up makeup because of tears of laughing. It was like being on a set with the most mischievous class clown for two months, like day in, day out. Howie and I, all we did was like goof, whether it be on Cloris Leachman or Christopher Lloyd or whatever. I mean, it wasn't mean or anything, but it was just... I can't even describe, I, 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 it was just hilarious as, from far, the start to the finish. As
0: far as the scenes go, like, I feel like a lot of it, like how much of it was scripted? I feel like he was probably not very scripted because he was just doing some really wacky stuff, you know, like licking, like licking the the bowl and all yeah. that other stuff. Oh, I feel yeah. like he was he, just going for it.
1: Yeah, he, he just, um, <laughs> I mean, and that role, it was so goofy. You'd have to just go for it and make it your own. Otherwise you're going to look really idiotic and only Howie could have pulled that off. You know, he is great. Um, I'm sure he made it up.
0: Just, I, I, really to go back to April fool's Day, real quick. Um, did you ever go to a screening of it? Like when it first came out and um, like, were, did the audiences like really get that ending or when you were there or?
1: I'm trying to remember if I, I I might have gone to a cast and crew screening, um, and I remember it being really fun and enjoying. But you know, I just wasn't a huge uh, wasn't very knowledgeable of the genre. I do remember going to the screening on in New York on East 86. There was a big theater there for Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, and I went there with like big audiences. And I could not believe what was happening. Like they're screaming, don't go in there. Don't go in there. Don't be an idiot. No, don't go in that shed. Whoa, she's putting on the sweater. Ah! I mean, (laughs) looking around like this.
0: They still do that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) it was amazing. I could not believe how much it was like an experiential experience for people, movie going.
2: Um, it's especially hard, it's such a communal experience. One thing we've missed on uh, the yeah, pandemic, yeah. you know, I can't wait to get back to it, but
0: yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, there's like when you're in that theater, it, it, you know what? Sometimes in the theater, it gets annoying. Uh, but like when you really catch that perfect movie where everyone gives a shit and, and everyone's watching it and like everyone laughs at the same time, whether it's like a naked gun movie or they get scared uh, watching like, you know, uh, whatever horror movie and stuff, like, we'll, like we'll be watching Halloween and stuff. Um, now just
1: like Rocky Horror, I guess. Yeah, like exactly. Okay.
0: We, I love the theater. I, no matter what like uh, like not because of covid not going to the theater for a while sucked but as soon as i i went back i went to go see nobody with um odenkirk baba and it was just it's great i love it i don't care I'll yeah sp- i'll spend my between me and my girlfriend we spent like 50 bucks i'm like holy shit this popcorn's like 13 dollars <laughs> yeah
1: really yeah
0: <laughs> the butter must be expensive
1: I know. but um yeah
0: in in closing i mean uh i just wanted to ask you i don't know if anyone else had anything else but like um crystal lake memories like how much fun was that to do
1: the book you mean
0: no no the 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 documentary like the the, the, oh. the long
1: one um it was kind of cool to just i i don't know like even just talking about it right now um it always brings up more, it's kind of exciting. And so just doing the, you know, those things, I remember it was really nice and went to this place and they asked great questions. And it was kind of the beginning of showing up for this and answering questions and um, kind of, I don't know, responding to all the interest. And that was kind of the beginning of it. I don't think I had done a convention before then. Yeah. Because um, it,
0: the love for the, for, for the franchise has been like just there always. It's just, it's just amazing. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where it's like every year a 13 year old gets put on to like Friday, you know, uh, some older brothers like, all right, cool. We're going to watch Friday. And and to me, Friday the 13th too is one of the better sequels because I think I couldn't wrap my head around the fact that there was no Jason in the first one. So I would always skip that one and I would watch the Jason one because like part oh. two, and and the one thing that always stuck in my head, which always creeped me out was that black thumbnail when he was <sighs> holding the knife. Right? Oh, um, yeah. But, yeah, I'm like, how the hell did he get that?
1: Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, what's kind of cool is that, All the Most of the actors, I can't speak for all of them, but most of what I've heard is that none of us knew about any of this until Peter Brackey got that book together and basically hunted us down. And we'd ignore him, ignore the emails, ignore the calls from the agent. Ah, this guy's just bugging us, bugging us, bugging us. And he did not give up. And he hunted us all down, told us what was out there, and we were like, what? And then going out to the convention, my first one, I think it was in 2004 or something in um, Chiller in New Jersey. And I, I mean, I freaked out. I arrived on a Saturday and didn't come back for Sunday because I was so freaked out. They didn't like, you know, nobody was there to kind of interpret for me. And I was like, holy shit, I'm out of here. But now, now I get it. But I had no idea.
2: Yeah. Well. I know, um, and I, we don't want to keep you too long, but I know obviously you, you've gone on to another career path. I believe a counselor, a therapist, I think I've read this mm-hmm. stuff. But do you get offers here and there to come back and do some acting? Is that something that interests no. you? Or
1: I mean, I, I would, but you know what? It, being, you know, making films is very tedious. And so you yeah. have to be very motivated, dedicated, love the process. And I, can't, I can honestly say I wasn't in love with the process. I have this, I don't know, it's almost like I get claustrophobia. Like I have to just sit here and wait and then act and then go sit again. And I just, um, so unless it's going to be worth my while, seriously, like they're going to pay me a decent amount so like I could get health insurance again, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't really motivate me that much. I don't mind doing some voiceover things here and there but to uh, to leave my kind of like cozy life and my day job and the people right. that I work with, who I really enjoy what I do. I feel very purposeful um, and my family, it better be really good and mm. um, a good script and good money. Right.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I, I guess we could close with
1: the, the, the
0: it's like being in a band basically, you know, like every now and then you'll do a convention, you'll do, yeah, it's like you'll play the hits, you know, you're like, Oh yeah, we're going right. to go play the shows and stuff because to us, you know, like we're all in our, in our mid forties and, uh, these three movies in particular for us, like, like they, they might as well be our step parents because they, they raised us, you know, and, <laughs> and so they're
1: amazing. I know it's so
0: cool. So Amy, like, I, I don't know if Parker, did you have anything else?
2: Uh the only other thing, Amy, was I read somewhere uh about Lethal Weapon Three that you tried out for. Is that true, false? Yes.
1: <laughs> I totally forgot about that. I definitely did. I went back like three or four times, did a scene with Mel Gibson. I think we even had to like have a little kiss or something hmm. like that. And um yeah, I didn't get it. Renee Rousseau got it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, so she Yeah. I couldn't quite like, I think in the business, I couldn't quite do the jump between ingenue, strong outdoor woman, and then sexy girl. Like, you know, Renee could do that. You know, she was a model and stuff. Like I just couldn't quite do that jump or something. I just couldn't be that
0: I me personally, uh, I, I, I would take Lethal Weapon 3 with Amy Steele any day. That's all I would say. Uh, I think we all
1: would. Oh, Absolutely. Wow. Thank you. Uh,
0: that really makes me feel good.
1: I'm gonna take that with me today. And special
0: <laughs> special shout out to Bobby Heckman who told me to mention Isn't it? You know Bobby, right?
1: Bobby, I know Bobby Heckman. I yes. love Bobby.
0: Yes, Bobby is the best. So he's got he's mm-hmm. got a he's got a Friday the 13th project coming out. Mm-hmm. So um Amy, thank you so much. For taking the time to talk to our yes. dumb show, uh, <laughs> we uh, we appreciate it a lot. Thank uh, you so much, you guys.
1: Thank you so much. And I am really sorry I made you guys wait forty five minutes. That is ridiculous. It Next time, I have the blue M and M's, nah. and then I will show up on time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: we om- we almost called Renee Russo. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. Good. All right.
0: Thank you, Amy. Thank right, you. You guys
1: have a good show tonight. Thank All right, Bye. You so Thanks. much. Okay. Right. Bye. bye. bye.